You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you they would say oh we don't really like this so i tried to get those theme rides off the ground and then when i found that that app, the Peloton app. I cannot even tell you how thrilled I was when I saw Christine's new wave rides and Dennis's 80s rides. And I even enjoyed the 90s rides. And the new tracks rides are fun for me too, because they introduced me to music I would otherwise not, you know, be introduced to. So, so did you take it to like to class and like show the other people and be like, see, I'm not crazy. There's a demand for this. Well, I, I did do that, but I also used that for my Tabata classes because I was very, I would always throw some Tabata into every single class I did. And people either really loved it or really hated it. And when I would get like the, okay, let's, you know, let's go for round eight and the, oh, the sighing and the, I hate you. And why are you doing this to me? I'd say there are entire <laughs> classes that Peloton does of this only. So shut up. <laughs> it's more than just your output, more than a bike. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 149. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Are you sick of me yet? My little quarantine? No, because I'm not in quarantine. <laughs> That's true. So. You've been unquarantined. Yeah. And released into the wild. And we probably shouldn't talk about it because I am bitter. <laughs> like, really bitter. So moving right along. Yeah. Let's move on. Costco was weird today. Yeah, tell me about Costco. It's like, I mean, it's like a trendy New York nightclub. Like there's, <laughs> there's like that you a, buy toilet paper at. Yeah, like there's a there's a guy with a clicker, and then like you got to wait. They only let so many people in at a time. I had to blow a bouncer just to get in. <laughs> like, honey, that is really breaking the rules. Like you are not supposed to get within the six foot bubble. Yeah. It thought it, it was an odd like, way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think you're doing social distancing <laughs> right at all. And then they didn't even have toilet paper. <laughs> After all I was that. lied to. <laughs> so I did score some Molly though. So that's good. I, uh, <laughs> but no, they have, uh, 
tables in front of like where you like the concession stand so you can't get too close to people and in front of the service desk and they have lines taped off in front of the pharmacy so you don't get too close to the person in front of you and I really appreciate they're taking that seriously yeah. and they don't, they don't take your receipt when you leave anymore either they just look at it and then they wave you through. like from far away yeah like, yeah it looks long enough bends over and takes a gander well I, I seriously am glad they're they're really taking precautions because so Many places in the Midwest are not. That is not inaccurate. Yeah. But anyway, so that's the brave new world that we live in. So it's a piece of it. It is. So what do you have in store for people this week? Man, we have so many things to talk about. It has been like the whole fitness world is just upside down. Yes. So everything's changing and we have to discuss everything. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to discuss all of the things. Okay. And I will also say... That there's a surprising amount of news in here that is not coronavirus. Absolutely, related. because some of these things are just changing, period. Yeah. But it's just fascinating to me that everything has flipped upside down. Totally. And, and, it's, and, and it's going so fast. Yeah. And then I mean, there is a, a lot of corona stuff in here. Don't get me wrong. But there's also a lot of non stuff. So if you're like, oh, my God, not more. There is. You're going to get both. Just putting that out there. So before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go and subscribe so you never miss an episode or wherever you're getting your podcast, really. And while you're there, you can leave a review. We have a new review. Would you like to hear it? I definitely would. This is from Pello Polish Mama. I know that leaderboard name. Do you know how many Pello Polish Mamas it takes to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> I do not. None, you racist. <laughs> Why would you think it would take more than one? Oh, my God. Ah, I don't even know what's wrong with you, honey. So it takes more than one. I mean, more than zero. You Sorry, said none. I said it wrong. God damn it. <laughs> so, Pello Polish Mama says, be warned. Uh-oh. If you hate Peloton and laughing, do not listen to this podcast. Boy, that is true. That is true. Because we've had some people that love Peloton and hate laughing. They don't like us. <laughs> they are out there. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal and John. Just kidding, Tom. <laughs> are like your longtime buddies, except they are way cooler with the benefit of a Peloton profit and some sort of fairies. <laughs> this dynamic duo delivers the weekly inside scoop and behind the scenes Peloton news. They ask the questions you have running in your head and crack you up while doing so. The format of the show is fantastic with a catchy little jingle. <laughs> so thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, while we're shamelessly plugging, but from a six foot distance. <laughs> right. Yeah, self-plugging. Except at Costco, apparently. Right. So you can uh, find us on the Facebook. That's social distancing. <laughs> Facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And, of course, check out our brand new website. It is finally brand new. Brand new! All new. Looks very spiffy at theclipout.com. We left the address the same because we already paid for it. Right. And uh, you can sign up for the newsletter while you're there and get all the, the stuff delivered to you weekly. The links and the videos and the pictures and all sorts of stuff just goes right to your inbox. And... I guess that's everything. Yeah, and I and I want to hear what you guys think. So when you go look, because you're going to go look, you're going to go do it right now. Theclipout.com. Stop well, what you're what doing. They're driving. Well, they're not driving because they have nowhere to go. Oh, good, good try, Tom. Touche. Don't give them an excuse. Whatever you're doing, drop it, and then go check out theclipout.com because I would really like some feedback, you know? 
You just awesome. put things out into the, the ether. Totally. I, want to, I want some feedback. Cool. So I guess that's all of that. Let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Pelican. So The Verge has an article. I guess we should probably tackle this at the top, yeah. as you can tell by the fact that I'm talking about it. Uh, <laughs> but there was uh, some, some kerfluffle about the fact that as of this recording, Peloton is still doing live classes. Yep. And the community seems very divided on yeah. this issue. Yeah. And as a person who is uh, forced to go to work right now, let me just say that I do not consider myself an essential employee. Like, I'm not saying I don't do a good job. That's not what I mean by essential. I mean, I am not necessary to keep. I don't need to be in the building to make things work. Right. So... I have been super bitter about it. I'm really angry that I feel like my life is being put at risk. And uh, I understand that there could be, and I don't know if there are, there could be people who work for Peloton that feel the same way. Like, I, I understand that that right. is a possibility because I don't know how much say they have in whether or not they have to be there or they get to be there. I, I think this is the impression I get. I get the impression that because only certain instructors are doing classes right now, that they are focused on, one, instructors who are close to the studio who can walk and don't have to take public transportation. Two, I get the impression it's a little bit of a, do you want to? At least for the instructors. I feel like the instructors want to do this. Right. What I can't see is what the production crew is feeling. Yeah, it's hard to get a handle on that. Because we don't see them. Right. You know, and so I, I don't know. But I also get that I know they're not essential like they're firefighters and ambulance drivers and things like that. So I know they're not essential from that standpoint. I will not argue with anyone on that point. However, I will also say the attendance at live classes has been like phenomenal because obviously more people are home. So that's one reason. But I also think people are looking for the connection. By attendance, you mean people taking them online. Yes. The studio is closed. Correct. Just to be clear. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, online, how many people are attending the live classes? I'm not talking on demand, although that's up as well. Yeah. So I feel like that shows that people at least feel like they need it because they're showing up. And there's also a lot of people that just bought their bikes. Right. And I feel like Peloton's probably trying not to let them down. Yeah, it's a tough road to walk, I think. Also, because the classes are, are very much in the present tense, and a lot of the topics that come up are kind of corona-related. They are, and, and the things that they are saying are truly helpful. I mean, I just took a yeah. Robin run that happened, and I mean, you know, she's talking about, like, we will get through this. This will pass. Like, I know what she's talking about. Not just any class is going to be right. that. It hit me in that same way. Totally. I think a lot of it comes down to this is kind of an indication of how Peloton sees themselves in that the media has been deemed essential and they still go to work. And I think they see themselves as a media company. I mean, they've definitely branded themselves that yeah. way. They've referred to themselves and that way. I will say this locally, like... All our radio stations, they're still having staffs come in and do work. And I'm like, I can get Led Zeppelin anywhere. It's not just the news stations, like even the rock stations. It's like. And that's a you could argue. And I, I think that it's a lot more dangerous because those studios are a lot smaller than right? what the Peloton studio is. And you're talking into a microphone that other people use over and over again. Yes, so it is. I, get it. <laughs> I know. I know. So it's. I feel like that's a lot more dangerous yeah. than, than what 
Peloton appears to be doing. And I'm sure they're taking extra steps, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, your local news station, that's essential. But the station that's, you know, playing Black Dog for the 400th time this month. Probably not. Not so much. And so, but they're doing it. So, you know, so there was an article in The Verge that was a little... Snarky. Yeah, that's one thing to call it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... I feel like they have some valid points, unfortunately. I I yeah. feel like this is where Peloton does not do themselves a lot of favors by not explaining why they do things. Like, I feel like I know that their heart is in the right place, whatever right. their reasons yeah. are. Yeah. And I think it would go a long way, not just explaining why, but explaining how. I think that's true. Like, if they would, you know, do Like, a post, show us the precautions they're taking. Yeah, here are the steps we've... Because I'm sure that they have. I completely agree. Because I really do believe that they care not just about the people listening or watching the class, taking the class. They care about their employees. They ca- I really, genuinely right. believe they always try to do the right thing. So I agree. They're taking precautions. It would be great if they were transparent so we could see that. Yeah, I think that would benefit them to show, like, hey, here's what we're doing to make sure everything's copacetic in the studio. So... But I guess on the heels of that, another way it's affecting it is that no more tread deliveries. Correct. Because they are so big and bulky and require 45 people. It's basically like a small ska band comes in <laughs> to set it up for you. Um, which it would be fine except for the pork pie hats. Like, yeah, let it go, ska yeah, band. Right. Let it go. Um, <laughs> and then they, they will still deliver a bike. But they're just going to drop it at the door and run away. Right. But now the bike deliveries, which they're still doing, but are some in some areas, it's up to a month to get a bike now. Right. It's so hard to get a bike that people are starting to buy echelons. That's how hard it's gotten. I mean, for real, that's a different article. But yeah. yes, that is really actually happening. Those yeah. poor people. I know. They don't Oof. know. They don't. Oh, it's, it's got an orange button, too. It's the same thing. It should be fine. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> And then Slate had an article. I don't remember this one. Uh, there's so many. I know. I'm like, wait, what was this about? Hold on, guys. We're rereading. Oh, it's the one about Peloton and the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's that article. Yeah. And so a lot of people actually got mad at me for even posting this. I got I got some snarky comments about this. <laughs> just the messengers, man. I know. And they were like, this is not helpful. This is just junk. It is junk. Like, I'm not even pretending that it's not junk, but... But I feel like at the same time, we should talk about what people are saying, because whether or not you think it's junk, this this is out there. When people Google Peloton, guess what? This is popping up. So I feel like we should talk about it. Anyway, they talked about all about the fact that like Peloton is totally like kind of taking advantage of the coronavirus, because how dare they not be suffering like all the other fitness companies are. Are there any articles people bitching about Netflix or Zoom? I I don't know. Maybe there are, and it just doesn't come up in my right, feed because I look at Peloton so much. Right, we're not watching <laughs> in the same way, but it's like, I mean, anytime there's something, it's not like they created this in an effort to take advantage of this situation. It's not like they changed their pricing structure. Right. If anything, they went the other way. Well, and I, I did reach out to the author of this on Twitter, and I was like, one... They now offer this 90 days free for the app for everybody. So, you know, suck it. And number two, at the end of this article, they talk about how, like, really, they want one. I mean, this, this article was written out of jealousy. and right. it's, it's just dripping with ugliness. And 
And so I was like, you know, if you ever get to try it, you know, let us know. You can come on the show. And I got zero response back. Sure. Not shocking. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's a good example of like people just put stuff out there without thinking. They just want to be clever and be noticed and be funny. Yeah. And th- this person was none of those things. Well, and I noticed there's, a, you know, there's a lot of that with Peloton of like, well, it's only for rich people. Like, I mean, you yeah. see a lot of that. Yeah. And I mean, do rich people have have them sure. certainly rich people also have toothpaste but that right. doesn't mean it's just for the rich right but certainly it's cost prohibitive for some people but it's much more affordable than a lot of those people give it credit for like i said it's not like they are like well now it's a four thousand dollar bike right and i also talked about how peloton uh did a big food drive this weekend you know like all those classes they mm-hmm. donated which i know we're going to talk about later but i'm yeah. just saying i did point that out to the author and i think I mean, who knows if they even read it, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So. And then Bloomberg. Yes. Had an article about the boom in at-home fitness or connected fitness equipment. Yeah. There's there's so many yeah. of these. And they're saying that it's spiking, but they don't feel like it's going to last very long. Like they think that this is just like a, a blip on the radar and I, I guess I kind of agree with that to an extent. I mean, I mean, to an extent, like there are people that are making this purchase either solely because of the situation or they've been on the fence and this pushed them over. the Right. Edge. Right. But I also think that when they're like, oh, it's a spike. Well, I mean, sure, it's a spike, but it's also like, but now you have it and there's a monthly commitment. So that still benefits. That's true. Peloton or, or any of these companies. But also, it's that much more of the mainstreaming of these devices, right? Also like it's, true. It's that many more of these devices that people are going to hear their friends having or talking about or maybe going to sample. And that's another sale. Right. And I think a lot of people are going to realize they bought it for this figuring, well, okay, it, I can curtail my gym activity or going out in public for six months and then I'll worry about it after that. And I think a lot of people are going to find that they really like having this in their home. I think they're going to have a lot of converts that are going to go out and say, you know, I got it because of one thing. I got it because I had to self-quarantine. But now that I have it, I love it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I realize that, you know, typically the interesting thing about Peloton is so many people are the opposite on social media with Peloton than they are about other things. Like so many times we've talked about people who complain are the ones that go to social media. But I have seen so many posts about people saying, man, now I get it. I tried it yeah. and now I love it and I can't imagine it without it. And that's the difference, right? Yeah. Like You don't see that about any other product. <laughs> Echelon. I, yeah, I, I will say this, like when like I've been kind of going through Twitter, just looking for Peloton posts just to see what's out there. And I will say 99% of the negative Peloton posts are from non-owners. Right, because they've never tried it. Yeah, it's always their preconceived notion of what it is or how people use it or the types of people that will buy it. It's never people that have it that are like, this is dumb. Why did I do this? Never. I feel like it's how I used to be about the show Friends. When the show Friends came out, everyone talked about it nonstop and it irritated the shit out of me. (laughs) And I was just like, I'm never watching that show. It's dumb. Like, I'm so tired of people telling me how great it is. I don't want to watch it. Like, it just made me rebel against it. And then eventually I watched it and I loved it. And it's one of my favorite shows ever. (laughs) And um, I feel like that's that's where people the, the people who are so loud about Peloton 
and they don't own one. Right. That, that's who they are. They're like, if everybody loves it, it, it has to be annoying. Yeah, totally. Well, they need to try it. It's the Nickelback effect. It is. So then on the heels of all that, Mirror now has an app. Yes. I thought this was very interesting. Yes. Because uh, this is the new thing. Because I saw somebody else did this too. But Mirror now has an app that you can get all of their workouts on. If you own a Mirror, you get it all for free. But if you don't own a Mirror, you can still access all of their content for a Mirror. Wait for it. $42 a month. Oof. I know. That's steep, y'all. Because here's the thing. You're watching it on a giant TV. You don't come with any equipment. Right. So why does it even freaking matter? Yeah. Like, I, I was pretty offended by this one. <laughs> I was like, you guys are insane. The only thing I will give them is that you get up to six people included on your account. Okay. but So so if you know enough people that actually care, right. which I don't because everyone I know is into other things, right. but I just was like, no. Mm-mm. First off, please tell me. That they called the app Pocket Mirror. No, I think it's just Mirror. Now that is a missed opportunity. I would agree. <laughs> That's that is true. That is true. Yeah, no, I think it's just called Mirror. I was surprised that they kept it that expensive. Yeah, because it's just a TV, and you can take live classes on it. But so you're going to pay forty dollars a month, and you can't interact with it. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's okay. All that's, right. Yeah. Uh, and then on the heels of all that sad news. Yeah. Even though they're companies that sometimes we make fun of, it's still, in all seriousness, is sad that uh, Solid Core and Flywheel laid off 98% of their staff. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the difference. When they're ripping off of, and not Solid Core, when Flywheel right. is ripping off of Peloton, yeah, I've got a problem with that, you know? But I would want to see them go down in flames because they lost fair and square. Right. Not because something terrible happened and they had no control over it. Yeah. And that's that's what's happening in the world. And that that makes it sad. And it's totally different. And and you feel bad for their workers. Absolutely. They, you know, they're for the most part not involved with that. They're just right. out there doing what they're told. Exactly. And but I mean, it probably you got to think that's the nail in the coffin for them. Well, I mean, both companies said it was temporary, so I don't know. There's so much up in the air right totally. now, right? I mean, yeah. I just, I, a lot of it depends on how long and where. Yes. Where Where is the long part, you know? Yeah. Well, in the immortal words of the great philosopher Brianna from Teen Mom 2. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see what comes out. What comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Only those of you who watch will get that. Yes. <laughs> Now for some good news. Yes. Some, uh, some positive things that have come out of this pandemic. It yeah. feels weird. Like I, I know. I won't stop myself from saying it because I'm like, well, that's hyperbole. And I'm like, no, it's literally what's occurring. It's, it is. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's people finding good in the right. midst of bad. And uh, for example, our beloved Peloton, you know, I think most of you, if not all of you know that Peloton was raising money this weekend. So for every ride... Or every class that you took, they were going to donate a dollar to the New York City Food Bank. And it is very cool. They were able to donate $500,000 to the Food Bank of New York City. And that is over 2.5 million meals to those who needed it most. That's a pretty cheap meal. (laughs) 
I'm just telling you. What I'm sure said. it's they're, they're buying in bulk and whatnot. Yeah. yeah it's just when you do the math and you're like, Wait. well, because I think they literally make them. Right. So I think we're talking, the numbers we're talking about are the ingredients yeah. because they have volunteers come in to totally. do. So I, I don't think it's like when it's a business and they're calculating their time and, yeah. you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of costs that they don't have. Yeah. Totally. And then there was an article from WTOL.com about just finding the beauty in life during all this. Okay, I don't remember this one either. I don't know. You put Dang it there. It, it okay. was too touchy-feely for me to actually click and read. Oh, I'm sorry. Changing our lives. I'm like, it's just clicking on that was going to make my laptop smell like lavender. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to read, and I was like, that was a delayed response. <laughs> okay, I remember why I got this, because this talked about, like exercising and that they're trying to find their peace within all of the things that are happening with the pandemic. And specifically, they talked about Alex Toussaint and something that he said on Saturday morning that really resonated with them. Rather than waking up mad and sad, wake up and find the beauty in life. And they, the author went on to say, it's a hard thing to do right now, but emotionally... This is going to be a marathon. The negativity of the events of the day will eventually beat us all down if we don't get away from it. And I think that spoke to me so much because I, too, have been really struggling with everything going on. I mean, I know there's people that disagree with me and I'm not here to debate anything. But in my worst moments, I genuinely feel like we are on a slow march to the end of the world if something doesn't change and soon. I feel like there's people that are not taking it seriously enough and it's very scary to me. Yeah. And so reading this gave me a sense of peace that there was somebody else out there that understood what I was going through, what I felt. And and I mean, and really, I think that's that's what I know. Tom's uncomfortable just hearing me talk about this. Yeah. You guys, he's like, like oh, this is so Fe- touchy feeling feelings. Blah. But I feel I feel heard when I read right. something like this. And so that is why going back to our conversation at the beginning about the instructors still doing these classes that in the right moment could save lives legit i mean there are people that feel like this is what's the point right now and so that's a thing i get it and then uh while we're talking about positive aspects of things medium.com one of their like uh sub prints or whatever you want to call it they have channels so this is a channel called gen g-e-n g-e-n had a an article about Robin Arzan. Yes. And this lady who wrote this just got her Peloton. Yes. And has girl crush on Robin Arzan. <laughs> yes, she does. And so uh, it's Amy Wallace, who's a famous writer. And uh, she started looking into like other things that Robin said. So Robin was the first instructor that like really resonated with her. And then she started kind of digging through the archives of Robin's stories and like found all of these amazing quotes. And so she has decided that Peloton's head coach is powering her through the pandemic. Yeah. And this this was just an ode to Robin. And it really made me smile. Like it was just all the good that comes from Peloton. It was like, I like this lady. She gets it. <laughs> and we reached out to her. We did. And uh, she's going to be on an upcoming episode. Yes. So listen for that because... Uh, it was really a joy talking yeah. to her, and I can't wait to share that with you guys. Just to be clear, we mean the author, not not Robin Arzon. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one day. Maybe someday. You know, I don't know. She's got so many big interviews. I think we're probably... Pretty far down the list. Yeah, at the bottom. Sorry, yeah. people need to get your friends to download it so our numbers get higher and we're more important, and then we can talk to her. That's how it's got to work. There you go. Speaking of important people... 
<laughs> yes. Brene Brown. Uh, Speaking of important people and more feelings. Oh, I know. But there's a lot of feelings going around right now. So Brene Brown uh, launched her brand new podcast. And get this, guys. I'm so excited. Also, if you know Brene Brown, please let me know. She <laughs> has a Peloton. Like, that is super exciting to me. So you need to go listen to her podcast, which this link doesn't say what the podcast name is. Hang on. I'm going to tell you guys. It's probably called like feelings and stuff. It's it's called Unlocking Us with Brene Brown. So I was right. <laughs> whatever. It's Brene Brown. She can call it whatever she wants, Tom. She can. Yeah, she's doing better than me. Yeah. So hush and it. It's funny, though, because like she's not that touchy-feely. No, she's more like thinking. Yeah, she's like it's like how how your thoughts relate to what you do. Like she, and it's more like the stuff you you know on a level of like, well, duh, of course that's what I need to do. But like making being aware of how you're actually integrating that into your life. So she was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast not too long ago, so I listened to it, and it was fine. Okay, yeah, you're not gonna rush out and read her book. I mean, it's in it's the Kindle. Thing. I know, because I've read it. it. <laughs> You've already read it? You just got it. Well, I, sorry. Oh, man. I'm so jealous of how fast you read. I read so slow. I'm so jealous of how much you remember. Because I, I read like one word a minute. You read like I run. <laughs> so you must really remember your runs. I do, actually. <laughs> your runs. Uh-huh. <laughs> You want, me to have, you want me to have my coworker call you up and speed shame you for your reading? Oh, that'd be great. Okay. That'd be great. Not over that either. No. So with all the spike in sales yes. for connected fitness for the at-home stuff, you probably could use a tonal. I think, I mean, I can't because I already have one. Well, sure. But I think everybody at home could. Yeah. I just want you all to know that every one of you that sends me a private message telling me to end the contest because you have now entered... I love all of you. (laughs) It's really adorable. It's really adorable. I am glad that this is going to be picked automatically because I have no idea how I would choose. why we use this third party software. My God. Because we wanted to have our hands not involved in pulling out the magic name. But here's the deal. If you go and do the contest on theclipout.com slash tonal each week. There will be a new question. So you have more chances to win. So my point being that like you can maximize the chances of the number of entries that you get. Yeah. So it's not one and done. Every week is a new opportunity. There are extra ways to enter. You can only do those once, but there is a new chance to enter every week. So and those extra opportunities that you do, those are not required. But again, they get you extra entries. Right. And uh, and it's real. Like, I mean, I don't I. I know some of you might be skeptical, but like the whole reason we chose this third party software is because we wanted it to be really fun for you guys. And so and it's not free. So my (laughs) my point being is it's not like janky. We're not going to make like a wheel out here like this is legit. (laughs) It's not like the bingo wheel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not me going. No, this is like a huge upgrade to that. So you guys should definitely get your name in there. Enter. Because here's another thing about Tonal that I absolutely love this week, making sure that they are making their classes as available to people as possible. They have uploaded all of their yoga classes onto YouTube for free. 
So I know we have yoga on Peloton and I love the yoga on Peloton. That is not talking that down. Right. I am saying for those of you who might know people who don't have a Peloton membership, maybe you just want to try something different because you've already done all the Peloton yoga. I don't know, but I just want you to know about it because they tonal like Peloton is constantly changing things, updating things and being innovative. And I personally really appreciate that. It's also a great way to sample, too. It is a great way to sample. I mean, I know it's not the same as a strength class, but right. But it is a great way to just to kind of get a, a feel for for what tonal's like and how the instruction works. Right. That's a very good point, Tom. So anyway, just uh, if you want to check that out or you want to enter to win, that's what you really want to do. Theclipout.com slash tonal. Well, there was a fascinating article from Whoop. I was blown away by this article. Yeah. Okay. So just a recap. Whoop. It's a wearable and uh, it checks watching your activity all the time. So track your sleep, track your temperature, everything. And I know you're thinking, yeah, that's what Apple Watch does. But I this is on a different level. It tells you at a very, very deep level how much you need to recover, how much you need to work harder. And it gives you a good idea of when you're getting sick, which to the whole point is this article that they wrote. It's on their like blog and it talks about the coronavirus, COVID-19. So they've been tracking people that have it to see if they could find any interesting commonalities, any trends, things we should know about. So I found this absolutely fascinating. I actually sent this to some of my news radio friends in St. Louis and in other markets because I was like, I uh, I sent it to John Grayson, who is now on the air in Kansas City, and he's a huge science nerd and loves data. And I sent it to him. I was like, I think you would find this fascinating and you might want to talk about it on the air. Did did he respond? I don't know. I don't live in Kansas City. I didn't know if he responded to you. Oh, he said thanks, but I don't know if he did anything with it. Uh, Well, he's been playing his guitar a lot. So that might be what's going on there. But check this out. So they know that there's obviously, we all know, the shortages of tests. So people might have suspected cases, but they can't get tested. Maybe they're not sure if their symptoms are severe enough to get tested. Well, among their data, and this is a very small sample, those who were able to get tested and they tested positive at the time of publishing, there were eight people that also consented to sharing their data. So keep in mind, this is eight people that we're talking about. Right. Five of those people experienced a decrease in heart rate variability of 30% or more Oof. compared to a recent baseline. Four experienced an increase in resting heart rate of 25% or more, and three experienced an increase in respiratory rate of 15% or more. I am blown away by yeah. that. I mean, those are those are really high numbers. And they said, you know what, let's take these statistics and put it in perspective. So here's all of the WHOOP members that have reported feeling sick for any reason January of this year. Less than 15% of those members experienced a decrease of 30% or greater in their heart rate variability. So in other words, they experienced a decrease, right. but 30% is astounding. Right. That's not just a standard, oh, anybody with a cold gets this. Exactly. Yeah. And then 5% of the members, less than 5% of the members experienced an increase in resting heart rate of 25% or more. Again, very small amount are seeing a big spike in their resting heart rate. And then less than 1.5% of members experienced an increase in respiratory rate of 15% or more. Which makes sense because this is a respiratory illness. So right. that does make sense. But I was super fascinated by this. The other thing that you guys might find interesting is that you could see by state how people are sleeping, how much they are sleeping, 
compared to where COVID is, COVID-19 is. And they found that it was super interesting because those people that are hardest hit are sleeping more and their stress rate is at an all-time high. I mean, I'm not surprised about that. (laughs) Right. But they also said, and this was interesting, even those states that are not being highly affected right now with cases are still being impacted by stress rates. They're going up at a national average. That's fascinating. It's also, it'll be interesting to see as these sorts of wearables become more common, how much data they will collect and like will they help us start to help us get out in front of things like this you know i mean i think they will because the whoop the interesting thing is is that it's any difference between like a a decrease or an increase if you have like a normal hrv a number all the time like clockwork and then all of a sudden it goes up really really high that can also be something going on with your immune system right so i think that it will help people be able to see that they're getting sick i mean I know that COVID-19 is kind of specific because we're looking at a very specific thing. Sure. But I think it will be able to be like, hey, you're super sick. Like you, you're having all three of these things happen versus just you feel tired. Right. You know, so I do think it'll help people keep an eye on what's going on in with their body. Well, there's a lot more data in that article than than we've touched on. And if you're a big data nerd or member of the data junkies. Yeah, you guys might be interested in this one. You can find a link to that uh, in the newsletter. Yep. When that'll go out on Sunday. Yeah, and I've been doing them like clockwork, so I'm not even going to say it's spotty anymore. I didn't make fun of you. I know. Yeah. So, uh, but you can subscribe to that at theclipout.com. So I guess we can file this one under nice try. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely can. (laughs) There's a new home workout app that nobody's going to want to (laughs) download, courtesy of the FBI? Yeah, they want to they're really pushing their their workout app. Now, the interesting thing is this workout app existed before all of this and they build it as a way that you could like get in shape for your FBI exam because, you know, we're all doing that. Yeah. But because of what's going on with COVID-19, they are pushing it out to be like, hey, you're stuck at home. Check us out. Download this FBI app to your phone. Now, I'm sure it doesn't do anything else. (laughs) And I will just say, if you just want a good laugh, go check out the Twitter version. Like, go go look this up on Twitter. Yeah, the the comments comments are hilarious. They are pretty funny. But (laughs) it's just like, what? Like, come on. (laughs) What are we even trying to do? Yeah, like, like, and I'm not doing anything. I'm really worried about the FBI. It just seems a little... Let's not invite trouble either. Right. right. Like I just. We also don't need to invite the FBI to be looking at anything else on our phones. No. I think they got plenty. Yeah. That's. They don't need to know that sort of stuff. They don't. Yeah. It's funny though. Uh, I could care less because I have nothing to hide. But I. But I do. I have I, things to hide. <laughs> I say filthy things to you. That's true. On my you, phone. You do. You do. That is true. That and they don't true. need to know that. I don't really care if they know. Like they whatever. Of course, I guess with, if you know anything about J. Edgar Hoover, <laughs> they can't really point fingers. I mean, they're just going to have a whole lot of like feed of people exercising. Like that's right. But you don't know what else it does when it's on your phone. Like, I mean, that's well, the thing. that's true. You don't know if it's going to be taking pictures. Right? Like, you know, like it's yeah. Ooh, check out Sneak, by the way. That'll make you cover up your webcam. That's Sneak? a whole nother story. Oh. Sneak. Okay. Yes. That's, we're not going to get into that because it's not Peloton related, but okay. check it out. S-N-E-E-K. Gotcha. Dot com. Okay. 
And then Fitness Sista. <laughs> yes. I feel dumb saying that. I know. I know. We can't pull that off. I just, I'm not. No. I was the same way with Salt and Pepper. Yeah. I'm like. Salt and Pepper. <laughs> I'm like, it's just, I'm just going to call it Salt and Pepper. You know? I have a special note from them giving me permission. Do you? Yeah, no, but I should. <laughs> hey, but you just, could. Yeah. I'm just like, like look, I feel like an idiot. I, I do too. I remember like the Casey Kasem countdown when he's like. Salt and Pepper. And that was the latest from Salt and Pepper. Yeah. I can't do it either. And now I can't say salt and pepper without saying pig. I know, Peppa Pig. Yeah, yeah right. So yeah. anyway, uh, fitness sister. Yeah, <laughs> sister. But don't spell it that way if you're trying to find it. Yeah. I had a little blog post. She's a fitness social influencer type yeah. of person. She's got a podcast and, and a blog that she's been doing for a long time. And she's a Peloton advocate. She is. And she wrote a blog post about her favorite instructors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody has their favorites, yeah. the ones they gravitate towards the most. But what I really liked about this is that it kind of goes with my theory of why of like the type of instructor you like. Right. There's like other instructors. And I feel like because of the instructor instructor she likes, like it kind of just validates my theory. Gotcha. But also, I think she had really good rationale behind each of them. Like yeah. It wasn't just like, I like the way they look, you know, right. some people that is that is what they, you know, say. <laughs> um, and she had she had good rationale behind yeah. each of them. So I really enjoyed the article. It was and great. It, and it was positive. It was like, these are my favorites. And then there wasn't a list of like, and here are five that suck. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, these are the ones that worked the best for me. It was all very positive. Yeah. And then there was a blog called Earthly Comforts, which had a, a nice little thing about five reasons why you should own a Peloton. Do you remember those five reasons? Uh, it, I mean, honestly, like it was a nice post and I'm sure it will be helpful for people that are just thinking about getting a Peloton. But honestly, I, I the five reasons were like things that you already know, like, oh, the instructors are great. The community's great. OK, you know, OK. It's so it, it's kind of like for newbies who have right, never right. even like. They've seen it, but they're like, whatever. And then they come across this article and they'll be like, oh, I get it right. now. It was, okay. it was more like that than there was anything all that profound or earth shaking for people that already have one and have a passion and love it enough to listen to a podcast every week about it. Got it. But it was still nice to see. Definitely. We did our first Zoom call. We did. Over the weekend. We did. That was fun. I loved it. So we had several people join us. And uh, who set that up for us? Uh, that was, uh, oh, Marcy. Playground. Oh, no. no. It was Marcy with an I. And I am totally blanking on her last name <laughs> right now. I apologize. But uh, Marcy reached out and she was like, you know what? This would be great. And I was like, okay, well, so I get I get these kind of requests a lot, you know, like not to do Zoom, but like you guys should fill in the blank, whatever right. that is. And then whenever I'm like, okay, how do I do that? People are like, I don't know. I, just <laughs> just make it happen. I'm like, I can't. Sometimes I can figure that out. Sometimes I can't and I don't have the energy. But I said that to Marcy and lo and behold, she had ideas. Yeah. Like she was like, well, you could do this, 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 and this, and this. And she had a whole list. She was like, in your face, clip out crystal. <laughs> Here's what you can do. <laughs> no, she was sweet and, as could be about and then it. And she was like, God. Now we got to do this. It was funny, though, because she was like, oh, I didn't expect like action to be like, I didn't expect you to put it <laughs> back on me. It's like, that's what yeah. I do. Um, so I was super impressed that she did that. And because of that, and, and she gave me some things to tell you, because you do not like to go live. On I don't camera. like to go live. So I needed some ammo right. to like convince you. And if I just went to you and said, we should do this, you'd be like, but, 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 but what do we like, say? I'm always like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. So Marcy gave me lots of ideas right. and, and it helped a lot. So we did have our first Zoom call. Tons of fun. Like I said, we had lots of people join. 
And uh, it was just great hearing from all these different people and just yeah. like what's going on with them right now. Like, how are they surviving totally. the quarantine? Because most of them were in the quarantine. Right. And it was nice to, to have the back and forth, right? It the was. interaction. And so, but uh, I think we'll probably do one of those again. Oh, I, I definitely, I, we're doing one again. That's Apparently just, it's we're happening. going to do one of those again. Yeah. Breaking news, we're going to do one of those again. <laughs> uh, but also we should point out that when we did set it up, we didn't share it on the page. We only shared it in the group. So yes. if you want to get notifications about maybe participating in one and you don't have one you don't have to get put on the spot you can just lurk that's yeah. okay too i did call a couple people out but i was trying to draw them in like, to, i like, felt like they were just waiting like for their turn right, like, and i wanted trying, to you were trying to be polite yeah right but it's like it's like a strip club you can engage as much <laughs> as you want you can go right up to the front of the stage or you can just sit in the back <laughs> and so that's okay too i mean what is that what happens <laughs> You don't even like I don't They weird me out (laughs) um, Even before the Rona So uh, If you want to Get notifications About something like this The Where I started 45 minutes ago Right Was You should join The group The clip out group (laughs) Yes On Facebook Yes Yes you should We will be doing Another one though Yes And it will be fun Now keep in mind though Two things One we found out The hard way that When you have a free account It ends after 45 minutes So Yes that was weird. And especially because it ended right as I dropped an F bomb. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> and it was like right as I did it. And then it timed out. I was like, holy cow, does it know that I cussed? Is this like like a like a business account? And like HR is like, shut it down. <laughs> and also we can only have so many people on at a time. Yeah. So uh, we might, you know, if it starts to get crowded, which I don't see that happening because everyone is nervous about yeah. being on camera. But if it starts to get crowded, we'll we'll do something else with that. But she'll uh, pick her favorites. <laughs> depends on how much people pay me. Ooh. Maybe I'll just do a Zoom call for everyone, the people who want to have the tonal the most. <laughs> Gina, I'm <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> it's gonna be a big call. So uh, Forbes.com had a uh, a nice little article about the best home gym equipment that's out on the market. They did. Yeah, and. Lots of things we've talked about were on that list. Obviously, Peloton's on the list, or we wouldn't have brought it up. But <laughs> mirrors on the list, yes, or not mirror. Well, we talk about mirror, but tonals on the list. Tonals on the list, and uh, Fight Camp, yes. was on the list. Yes. It was nice to see them getting that. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I I love that. So, how's that working in to all your stuff? Currently? Oh my gosh! As I told you last time, like hitting something when I am so frustrated is first of all really really satisfying (laughs) but um as to the everyday activity what i really love about it is that it uses my body in a completely different way because i'm doing so much with the bike with the tread even with tonal you know like there's so many of the exercises that work my legs and i know that the fight camp is an overall it's an all body workout right but like i feel it in my arms and my abs so much it's like, do you remember when you were a kid and you just played outside? No. Okay, but seriously, there had to have been a time you just played a game for fun. No. Okay, well, everybody else knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. Like, you would just play. You didn't think of it as, like, exercise. You just played with your friends. Right. And that might be running. Or, like, when you went biking with your friend Nick and you guys would go to the mall, you didn't think of that as, like, you didn't think of it as exercise. It was getting from point A to point no, B. That was how I got to the mall. Right. Right. So, so it's like that. It's, I'm having fun. I'm not exercising. And... For me, that is so important to be able to have fun because if I feel like it's a workout, I'm out. 
Like I lose interest so quickly But when it's it's fun and engaging I'm like what else can I do You know like ooh let me see how hard I can hit it What's my output you know like I'm thinking about that stuff and it, it really draws you in and I really like that. How's your punch count? I know you were very excited about how you were outperforming what they thought because you still I, I, doing that. I believe what you actually I, you didn't say it on the show, but what you actually <laughs> said was suck it fight camp. <laughs> I never said that. You were like <laughs> F your punch counts. Take that. No, I just named some names and I was like, I'm coming for you, bitches. Uh, <laughs> That's <but> no. <laughs> singular. Yeah. Think we know. I know. It's a singular um, bitch. But, but in all seriousness, I have I still had consistently my, my punch counts have been above what the goal is. And man, but by the end, when they do those, they do these burnouts at the very end of the workout. Right. Oh, like it just your arms feel like jello. I don't even feel like I'm hitting it anymore. I'm like, are the punches even still going up? I'm barely moving, but like I'm going as fast as I can. It's like whenever I was running at the Atlantic City half marathon and I was like, uh, well, it was Ironman, but I was just doing the half marathon portion. Anyway. I felt like I sped up at the end, but when I watched the video back, <laughs> it was like, well, I wasn't really any faster. I really felt like I was going you're faster. You're moving your arms faster. It's like when you're crossing the, the, the a parking lot and like there's a car coming and you don't actually walk faster, but you move your arms you so it looks like you're faster. Yeah. But like at the end, uh, I will never forget this, like Chrissy uh, Badman Blackwood was like standing at the end. She was like, finish it. And I was like, yeah. And you know, I like ran really fast toward the end because it was only like, you know, 0.2 miles. Right. And I thought I was going so fast, those 0.2 miles. And like, you play it back. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess if you're interested in getting one, you can go to joinfightcamp.com. You can. And, you know, one of the interesting things about this is people are like trying to get at home yes. equipment with the whole like, are, can we, we shouldn't leave our homes. You know, here's one of the benefits of this is that you don't have to have someone come into your home to set it up. It's that just, is a excellent point. It's just going to get delivered to your house and you're going to set it up. And it's easy. It's easy. It's like, I mean, Tom and I did it. I mean, you did it and I watched. But like, I didn't need you to help me. No, you I mean, you were like, here, hold this or put your thumb here or whatever. Right. But yeah, like it was really easy to set up. So like, you don't have to have anybody come in your home and you also don't have to have a special delivery service bring it to right, you right like right. it all comes through the exactly so so like you know you also don't have to worry about delays it's just how it's just the post office is gonna bring it to you so exactly i think it was like one of the truck companies i don't think oh, it was okay. the post was office okay. but but the point being it all comes and it shows up at your door and you just put it up it's super Sup- super easy super simple so you can find out more at joinfightcamp.com and if you do buy one, make sure at the survey, on the survey at the end, that you mention that you heard about it from us. Yes, please. The clip out, in case you didn't know what you were listening to. Yes. <laughs> so the PGA has gone Peloton crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's because of Rory McIlroy. He is literally calling people out on Facebook. Like he, <laughs> Well, I think it's all the uh, platforms. I saw it on Instagram first, actually. But he posted... His latest stats and I love this because he shows what his ca- average cadence and average wattage and all that stuff where he didn't just be like I'm number so and so on the leaderboard. So if you're wondering for a 45 minute class, you're going to need to beat at least 800 KJs to beat Roy McElroy. Uh, but he called out other people in the PGA. He was like, let's go. Let's do it. So uh, we will see if that continues. Well, competition <laughs> And then uh, just wrap it up real quick. There's been tons of Instagram lives from instructors. So if yes. you want to stay up to date 
with what they're doing, especially maybe some of the ones that aren't teaches many classes right now. Yes, like Jen Sherman. She was never like a huge uh, Instagram. She didn't go on all the time. Right, she right. has been doing tons of stories. So you can really stay in contact with all of your favorite instructors by being on Instagram live. And uh, Peloton just launched five new classes. Yes. Dance cardio, no equipment needed. I know. It's so cool. Except your dancing shoes. And it's it's taught by two instructors for each of these classes. So it's so fun. And as an aside, I know it went live today, which is March 25th. But let me just say, they posted on everywhere that the classes were filmed on March 5th. So it was before the lockdown. They were being perfectly safe. Everybody's healthy and good. It's okay. So I just want to say that because you totally know, people know. might take that the wrong way. I think that's a very important thing to point out. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Jess Sims <laughs> yes. is leading a 20-minute Body weight workout Yeah so this happened Tuesday morning I think all the days are starting To blend together (laughs) I think it was Tuesday morning But it was so cool it was on Peloton's Instagram feed With Good Morning America's Instagram feed like she was On there live and she did it with uh, Eva from Good Morning America And they were both exercising Together like Jess Sims led her through A 20 minute body weight workout And this is so great guys one, they both did it from their apartments. Two, no equipment needed. This this is something anybody can do. But three, the best part was it was like National Puppy Day. And both of these ladies had puppies in their apartments who would <laughs> not leave them alone. It was good entertainment. Even if you don't do the workout, you need to watch it because it was hilarious. <laughs> if you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste, texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skype phone is Melissa Bazarian. Hey, Melissa, how's it going? <laughs> Hello. I'm so excited to be on the show, you guys. I'm a little starstruck. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, 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 please don't be. It's just us. <laughs> I know. You're so you're so just, you know, part of my family now. But at the same time, you're just like the cool, cool cousins that I never get to hang out with. Because you're so busy being fabulous. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, well, I have like 40 first cousins That's just true. on my dad's side. So, yeah. oh so my word! Yeah, a, we have a lot of cousins I don't hang out with. My husband so has a lot, a lot, a lot of cousins. My friends call them the Armenian Kennedys. There's a lot of, a lot of them. That's hilarious. And I love. Them. And I then, don't have a lot of first cousins, so I just I love that big family dynamic. It's awesome. Yeah, and then just for balance on my mom's side, zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same with me. It's it's, it's that's how so it is. funny. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, so I'm gonna call you Mel because that's how okay. everybody knows you on Facebook. So Mel, how did you originally find Peloton? So one of my extracurricular activities, if you want to call it that, is teaching indoor cycle classes. And I guess you know you're always searching for playlists and suggestions for class formats, and I think the social media algorithms picked up on that, and I started seeing. <laughs> the ads for the app. And I feel like the app was launched well after, like Peloton Digital yeah. was launched well after the actual bite came out. Is that true right? story? Yep. You probably That's know absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So I started seeing it when it was free and they were, you know, trying to bring in people and say, you know, give it a couple weeks, which I think they might still do and mm-hmm. try it. And I am every marketer's dream when they started posting that the, the price was going to go up from whatever it was, $13 to $20. I panicked and I was like, Oh my God, I've got to lock this in. And then I bought it. And then I, didn't look at it for like, I don't even know how many months, but just take note advertisers. I am your dream. Like you're, you're losing out on the special. Melissa's going to get on that. So, um, I, I feel like that. we should run a special now. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. I don't, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I don't know what we're selling, but it's on sale now. <laughs> Um, yeah. so I kind of, yeah, I sat on it for a little while and then I, you was teaching regularly, but I also have a full-time job that I am fortunate enough to do from home. And I was kind of going really early in the morning or teaching late classes. And I just started to not be able to keep up based on my work schedule and I had to give it up. And so I started panicking a little bit, like, I'm not going to get this workout that I absolutely adore. What can I do? And I started researching indoor cycling bikes. And strangely, it just didn't occur to me or click with me when I started doing that, that Peloton had its own bike because I was so sort of fixated that there was this digital app thing. That is different. The, that is a the, different story. The downside of the sale. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, for Peloton anyway. Well, I mean, right, I mean eventually right. they got my money, but hey, take it all. So I feel like there were a lot of things happening all at once. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get the indoor cycling bike and 
that's a different story. I went ahead and bought one and thought, I'm never going to use this app. I'm a spin instructor, an indoor cycling instructor. I don't need somebody teaching me how to do a class when I can just take myself through a class. But then I tried one and I was hooked immediately. It was a (laughs) dentist class. (laughs) It wasn't anything like no theme or whatever. It was just a straight up class. And I loved every second of it. I thought, oh my gosh, I don't have to build the class. I don't have to choose the music. You know, and I kept using the same playlist over and over again. So that was getting monotonous. Somebody was telling me what to do. And I thought, well, this is pretty fabulous. And then (laughs) it just went from there. But like the story just expands and expands. But the, the original how you came across Peloton was through digital. Okay. So how long have you been using the app on a regular basis? I used the app before I ended up selling my bike and buying buying the actual Peloton bike for seven <laughs> months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you did cave. Yeah. So what made you cave, as Tom puts it? What was the moment that you were like, okay, I want the, the real thing? I went to the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So it was, when you went yeah. there, was it like you were super impressed or was it like you felt like left out? A little bit of both. It was a multitude of things. Sort of leading up to it, the reason that I even went to the Peloton studio was because I was attending the FitFab 40s HRI. Yeah. And that was this, this, yeah, it was this past April. It was a wonderful time. I, my sister lives in Brooklyn. So any excuse to go see her is great. And for someone who, you know, I'm an introvert, I'm not shy. I'm an extroverted introvert. I don't know if you've ever studied like that whole thing, but I'm definitely not a shy person, but I need to recharge. And I didn't feel like it was going to be a good time for me if I had to go and be with a bunch of people all the time. So I thought, let me go see my sister. She gets that I need to recharge alone. I can just hop on the subway from her place in Brooklyn and and check it out. And I just ended up having the best time. I was really impressed with the bikes. And, you know, I can get into a comparison of, of what I had versus the Peloton a little bit later. But I was impressed with the bikes. But I really loved the ability to see my metrics compete with other people because I am competitive like that. And I just felt like the experience was so much more immersive than I expected it to be. And I felt like I needed to be the part of that. Also, I saw the tread in the showroom and that was it. I thought, I'm getting the tread. <laughs> I have to have the bike because I have never met a tech gadget I didn't want. So like Tonal, you're next. Um, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, target audience over here. But um, I I thought I need the matching set. I really want to be fully immersed in this sort of pelotonia. So wait, you went from using the app only to having the bike and the tread. Yeah, I bought the bike. And when the gentleman who delivered it came into my house, I showed him where I wanted to put the tread because it was up a tricky flight of stairs. And I knew that thing is a behemoth. So um, I asked him if he could get it up there. And he said, yeah, absolutely. So I went to my computer and I ordered it and he delivered it the following week. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) When I commit, I commit. (laughs) I'm all in. (laughs) Okay, that's fabulous. I love it. Okay, so how long were you a spin instructor? Let's see. I started getting into indoor cycling maybe six or seven years ago. I was in my mid-30s and I really found a level of fitness that I had not enjoyed prior in my prior life. And a friend of mine, I uh, live on this small island 
in Northeast Florida and a friend of mine was opening a fitness studio for um, this particular form of um, dance fitness. And she wanted to incorporate other things, other group fitness classes to bring different people in. And cycling was one of them. TRX was another. So I got certified to teach both. And I just loved it, you guys. Like, you know, being on a bike and getting all that energy out, just screaming at people and telling them what to do. That's that's my jam. (laughs) (laughs) So then how is it being on the other side of that? I love it. I really love it because I just feel like I mean, even when even before Peloton, I would go to the studio and take classes from other instructors. And there was something to learn from each of them, which was really great. And one thing I thought was really funny was when I was teaching, I would try to do these themes classes all the time. My husband is this huge fan of new wave music, classic rock. I love all of it, too. But I didn't grow up in this country. So, you know, the pop culture is sometimes lost on me. So he would put together these fantastic playlists for me, like themed playlists. Oh, disco is another. That's like his closet. He's going to kill me now that I just told you guys that. Um, (laughs) My my 45-year-old husband adores disco. So I would do these themed rides and people would come up to me and say, you know, we really don't want to do that. We want to hear like a mix of music and, you know, popular music is lost on me. Absolutely lost on me. I like some of it. I just don't get a chance to really listen to it. I think I'm like 60 years old, really just trapped in a 40 year old's body. It's just what it is. And I have been since I was born. But, um, (laughs) you know, they, they would say, oh, we don't really like this. So I tried to get those theme rides off the ground. And then when I found that that app, the Peloton app. I cannot even tell you how thrilled I was when I saw Christine's new wave rides and Dennis's 80s rides. And I even enjoyed the 90s rides. And the new tracks rides are fun for me too, because they introduced me to music I would otherwise not, you know, be introduced to. So, so did you take it to like to class and like show the other people and be like, see, I'm not crazy. There's a demand for this. Well, I, I did do that, but I also used that for my Tabata classes because I was very, I would always throw some Tabata into every single class I did. And people either really loved it or really hated it. And when I would get like the, okay, let's, you know, let's go for round eight and the, oh, the sighing and the, I hate you. And why are you doing this to me? I'd say there are entire <laughs> classes that Peloton does of this only. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting off easy and you don't even know it. <laughs> they don't even know it. They don't. They don't. But I haven't been able to teach for a long time and I really miss it. So I do. But I at least I can ride at home, which is just the best thing. That's great. And when you were um, putting in your details about what you would make you a good guest, one of the things that you said that really stuck with me is that Dennis is a male version of you while teaching. What oh, yeah. on earth does that mean? <laughs> Basically, if you take a dentist class, it's a, it's very similar to my classes, the level yeah. of energy that he brings, the interaction with his students. Now, I haven't been able to get a live class with him. I When I was in New York, I only had the opportunity to ride with a few instructors, and he was not one of them, which kind of broke my heart. But he makes self-deprecating jokes that high-pitched, like, count faster. Yeah, I did. I do that, too. I would count super slow just to drive people crazy. I would start singing lyrics randomly all by myself. I would just be having a really good time on the bike. And sometimes I would have stoned face people looking back at me thinking. And I was thinking to myself, like, y'all need to enjoy life more. Like, enjoy it. Get on the bike. Listen to the music. Try not to be perfect. I just feel such a kinship with Dennis. And I, there's something about the music that he picks that reminds me of growing up. So, so I'm half American. So when I came back to the States, 
there are some things that I picked up on. And so a lot of the things that he references pop culture wise, I recognize, which is super thrilling for me because that doesn't always happen. And so (laughs) there's just something about him that just amuses me. I don't surf. I don't skateboard. I don't do any of that. And I'm really, really bad at yoga. But as a cycle (laughs) instructor, Dennis is me, basically. Oh, and I think we're the same age, too. There's something going on there with with that sort of, I don't know, cosmic connection. That I have have fabulous. I know he doesn't have it with me. He has no idea idea who I am. Do you also have fabulous hair? Some might say, if I blow blow it out. (laughs) So uh, that's a fascinating point, though. I never really thought about that, though. As an instructor, like people like the instructors on Peloton because they have so much personality. But if you go to a class and they have that much personality, but it's not the personality that you want in an instructor, yeah. you probably get a lot of pushback, don't you? You do. And it's not, you know, it's never anything that you get. I mean, the people who gave me the feedback that I mentioned earlier, a lot of them were people that I know. Again, small island, everybody knows everybody. So they felt comfortable coming to me and saying, hey, you know, I don't really like this new wave ride that you did. And I would just kind of snicker to myself and be like, well, it's not my fault you're devoid of musical taste, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I kid, but I think that it's really the energy that you feel when you're teaching. So sometimes I would have these classes and they would be packed and people would be just in that zone. And you could tell they were working their asses off and having a really good time doing it. And I never needed them to say, you know, great class to me because I knew, I knew they had a great class. I knew they really enjoyed it. I know they liked the tunes. I know they liked the format, but then there were some times, and especially those times where I would feel like I was giving it all of my good energy that I wasn't getting it back. And it has a lot to do with the group of people who are in the room, how self-conscious they are about what they're doing versus how comfortable they are on the bike. Oh, and the studio had these new bikes that actually had power zones on them. And people are so intimidated by those. I kept suggesting power zone training and getting shot down. I mean, it was just, you know, it's an uphill battle. If only they knew how great it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good that can come from power zone training. That's it's fascinating. You had so many ideas that Peloton was doing and they were like, nope, nope. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> nope. I feel like you know, if people... I still taught regularly, I would be able to shape the classes how I wanted. Um, yeah. But in the beginning, especially with a new studio, you just want to get people in. And in our area, there was a spin studio that was very popular and the owner slash main instructor was very popular. And so everybody kind of really wanted to push that sort of format. And if you weren't doing her style, they didn't really want to do it. It was kind of I hate to use the word, but it was kind of cult-like. So, (laughs) but in the beginning, you know, that's what you did to get people in to ride. And I feel like it's a few years down the line now, it would be easier to implement these things. But I only sub now just because of schedule. And I had a couple surgeries over the last few months, so I couldn't really do much. But I'm really looking forward to getting back into it. And I know I can because I'm riding practically every day when I'm allowed to exercise. So that's good. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. So, oh, so go where uh, you said you didn't grow up in America. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Turkey. Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So my mom is Turkish and my dad is American. He was in the army and, you know, they met I mean, over there and my um, your accent, like your the way that you pronounce words does not sound like you grew up in a different country at all. Well, American dad is what, you know, we spoke, I'm completely bilingual. So growing up, I spoke both my sister and I, my younger sister and I, the one who lives in Brooklyn. We spoke uh, Turkish and English. And then I've been, you know, I'm almost 42 now, but I've been in the States 
consistently since I was 17. I came to Washington, D.C. for college and just kind of never left. Went to grad school there, uh, lived there until we moved down here to Florida. That's really cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what do you find is the biggest hole in in your pop culture knowledge? Oh, my gosh, Tom, where do I begin? (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily, my husband, who, you know, was born in 73. So he came of age, you know, during the whole John Hughes thing. Um, He's managed to educate me, you know, well, for example, Better Off Dead. That's a movie I had never seen before. And it's It's amazing. One of the best movies ever. Yeah. You know, I want my two dollars. What two dollars? Yeah, um, I know that's and, a quote I mean, we're from the all, movie. We're always using yeah. like French fries, French this, French that. It's a, it's like a big inside joke in my family. Um, <laughs> especially when I make the, something bizarre looking. It was one of the few movies for a long time that actually had a Van Halen song, and it was very hard to get Van Halen really? to let you put their music in a movie. And they licensed Everybody Wants Some before Van Halen was like. I mean, Van Halen was always pretty popular, but before they were like a complete juggernaut. And so yeah. well, for the Tom, longest time, yeah, you just taught me something. Yeah, he does that every once in a while. Gee, I I'm know impressed. I'm a cartoon character, but <laughs> it would be OK if I went out with Beth. <laughs> I'm sure that's a quote, too. Oh, Beth. And, and everything else. I know. So we, yeah, yeah. so things like this. Do you I, know I the just street know value of this mountain? Yeah, I just don't know there's a hole until somebody says something and I'll say, what? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> um, and then here's the okay. biggest hole, you know, especially considering Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday. Football completely lost on me. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't help you with that one. Yeah, yeah no, and I'm okay with that. But you know, for me, football is soccer. So <laughs> the, the Super Bowl was last night, and uh, we got all caught up on Mrs. Maisel. Yes. That's okay, what... so should we tell the story about the food delivery? <laughs> oh, please. So, so she ordered uh, DoorDash, and uh, the and guy, I got sushi. She got sushi, and so I go to answer the door, and the guy's like, uh, "Here's your sushi," and I was like, "Oh, thanks." And he's like, uh, "Sorry to interrupt the game," and I was like, "Oh, I don't give a crap about that. I'm watching <laughs> Mrs. Maisel," and he's like, "Well, enjoy your sushi," and I was like, "It's for my wife," and he's like, "Wife." <laughs> So, that was that was oh my, my day. Gosh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Lucky we pre-tip on DoorDash. <laughs> right? I happened to order DoorDash yesterday myself. I love it. <laughs> well, well, we got wow. it on the island here. I was like, oh my God, we've arrived. We actually have a convenience <laughs> thing. Like, we d- did not have anything like that until very recently. Yeah, I bet that's a huge game changer. Yeah, yeah. it's probably hard to get something. You know, like if there's a finite number of people that live on an island. Yeah. You might only have like six guys that want to do it. Or gals. Or gals. That's right. We have Uber, too. It's like huge. Wow. So um, it's pretty awesome. Tell us about the the bike that you were using before you switched to Peloton and what the main differences were. Okay. Well, first, I have to tell you one little thing that I think you're going to want to revoke my Peloton card. Um, but it would, I just can't not tell you guys this. When I decided to get the bike at the tail end of a very long road trip, we drive up to new England almost every summer. And so we're, Uh you know, coming back to Florida, I'm feeling extra voluptuous, all the eating lobster rolls, (laughs) things like that. And we're, we've checked into a hotel room and I was looking on the Peloton website and I thought, wow, this is an expensive bike, but you know, it's worth it. I I'm all about investing in yourself. And then I kind of went away from it because I like to research the ever-loving crap out of something before I 
buy it. I mean, it took sure. me six months to find bath towels. It's my husband <laughs> wants to wring my neck. So I just want to make sure I'm making the right decision. So yeah. I had a weak moment and I was scrolling through the socials and up pops an ad for <sighs> Echelon. No, you didn't. It gets worse. Um, <laughs> so I looked at that and I went, oh, I don't need the screen. I'm going to be taking myself through the workouts because remember, I'm all, oh, I'm a cycle instructor. I don't need anybody <laughs> telling me what to do. Um, so I ordered one. And then the next day I had major buyer's remorse and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck did I just do? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was an appropriate moment for that F-bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I got in touch with them. This is why I wanted to tell the story. I got in touch with them because, you know, it was immediate buyer's remorse. We're driving back. You know, I'm, I've been in the car for days with my two boys and my husband and I just want to get home. Not to mention the feeling fat part. So I get home. I'm just like, I can't believe I did that. It was like a drunkenly ordering pizza and consuming it. That's what I'm equating it to. And I got it. yeah, and I emailed them and I said, I want to cancel my order. And they said, oh, yeah, sorry, we can't do that. What? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean they can't cancel yeah, no, it? We've already placed the order. And I said, well, when is it supposed to be delivered? And they said, well, not for, you know, several weeks. It was many weeks out. I can't remember well, exactly. Well, then they can cancel it. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. So I work, you know, in a, I work in contracts. And so I'm pretty well versed in the legalese aspect. And so I kind of handed their butts to them and pulled a little bit of a Karen with the, mm -hmm. I need to speak to your manager. And after a couple of days of back and forth, I got them to refund my money. Good for you. Yeah. So are you revoking my Peloton card? I hope not. You quickly realized yeah. the way you should go. It so was I, close call. It was a close call. But weakness, guys. Don't judge I, I understand. Yeah. You know, I, I have woken up at four o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep. And next thing I know, I'm shopping and then I, yeah. I go to sleep. I go back to sleep and then I wake up at eight o'clock, like on a weekend. And I'm like, wait, why do I have these things saying that I just bought something? <laughs> and I will have completely forgotten that I bought it while I was, you know, awake briefly. So I, I get it. I oh, get it. Hell, you can Crystal, keep your Peloton card. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it for good sleep. <laughs> Well, in, in the end, my massive amounts of research re led me to a Kaiser bike. Um, okay. Yeah, an M3i, which I'm sure you've heard about. I did. I looked Absolutely. around online and... That's told. a legit good bike to be an adversary for Peloton. Like, an adversary is not a good word. If you don't want to have the bike that has the screen and you want to buy something that's a bike, but it's not Peloton, that is a good one to get. It. Absolutely. I know that. Absolutely. And it's very well made. I dare say it's better made than a Peloton bike. And I know that sounds like sacrilege, but there's okay, lo well, a lot less plastic components to it, a lot less maintenance required for it. And it's, oh gosh, it's just a really sexy bike. And I don't use that term very often in describing machinery. Um, <laughs> Tom, I know well, where your head is going. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree because I think the Peloton is very sexy and I'm still going to let you keep your card. So, okay. Okay. Well, I thank know you. you. I, all right. You know, and I'm doing this, you know, I obviously love my bike. I have it in my bedroom now because I just want to be able to hop on it whenever I get up and I'm ready to go. It used to be in my office and was sort of being neglected. So, I mean, for me, the Kaiser... It just really spoke to me. And having taken classes on the Kaiser, I really loved how smooth it was and everything. 
And sure. I came to that decision without ever hopping on a Peloton bike. So had I had the opportunity to compare the two by riding them, I probably would have ended up with the Peloton just because of all the other integrated tech with it. Mm-hmm. But yep. absent that, there was no, there is no showroom. There is going to be, but in my area, there was no way to try one. Nobody in my immediate vicinity had one that I, that I could go try. So I ended up with the Kaiser. And so I rode that for seven months and it really is fantastic. There is a group on, on Facebook. It was called Peloton App Users Unite. I think they may have just changed it to Peloton App Users or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. That group has a lot of helpful feedback if you are an, a digital writer. So they have a lot of um, conversion charts. For example, the Kaiser resistance is a lever and it goes only up to 24, which when they're telling you to take it to 25, you know, you have to figure out, well, okay, what's 25% of 24. And so, you know, you, you get the hang of it after a while, but they have these really handy conversion charts. The Kaiser does have a little bike computer on it that tells you, you know, what your cadence is and things like that. But I did end up getting one of those little cadence devices that you put on your bike. So it would project to my app. I started tricking out oh. the, the Kaiser. And then I thought, well, now I'm going to need to find some sort of power pedal converter. And then and by that time, I was like, you know what? Screw this. We're buying the Peloton. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but for what it is, I mean, you can't go wrong. If that's what you have, you really can't go wrong. If you feel like you don't need that additional layer of connectivity that having a Peloton device will offer you. Yes, a Kaiser is great. My dad bought kind of like a mid-range sunny bike because he was um, dealing with some coronary issues and wanted to just be able to get his blood flowing. And I got on that thing and it felt like it was made of, you know, little pieces of wood that a toddler glued together. So compare. Yeah. I I feel like there's kind of like different areas of like the best kind of bike, like a a mid to high level sunny is for somebody who just cannot afford a Peloton Mm -hmm. or a Kaiser, but they really want to take those classes. And then I think a Kaiser is like a solid alternative for Peloton, if you don't want to have the, you don't care about the integrations, like you said, and then, and then in my opinion, there's the Peloton. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how they go. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I mean, comparing a bike like a Kaiser and a Peloton, you are technically comparing apples to oranges because. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so when I say that in terms of its build or whatever, one is better than the other, there are certain components on the Kaiser that I wish that the Peloton had, but then the Peloton, you know, you're talking about a completely integrated piece of machinery that's connecting you to a community on a level that, you know, no other exercise equipment can offer. Well, maybe the tonal now. I love the tonal, but it is different because you do not connect to the community in the same way. Like you don't. You oh, don't, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, there's at the moment, there's no leaderboard. Now I've heard that that might be, I don't know that it's in the works, but I know that that's one of the things that comes up often as a suggestion. And they they kind of rank them and they said, like, here's all of our feature Friday ideas. And some of them are in the works. So I don't oh, know cool. if that's one of them or not. But right now, you can't see who else is using the tonal and what program they're using or, you know, anything like that. There's no following. There's no leaderboard names. None of that. OK. OK. So really, then, I mean, Peloton, you know, the tread and the bike are, you know, and I haven't even talked about the tread yet, but I mean, they're in a class by themselves. And so. And the bottom line is, and I think that's kind of one reason that I thought it might be cool to come and talk to you guys is because this is a question I see come up a lot, you know? Absolutely. And truly, the decision that you have to make at your core is how connected to a community do you want to be? Does that 
make you more productive in terms of, you know, what you do for working out. I could not agree more. But you know, what's interesting about that is that you don't know, in my opinion, truly how much you want to be included or not included until you try it. Because if you would have asked me, do you need to like how involved in this community are you going to get <laughs> when I got the bike? <laughs> yeah. Like I we would not be talking about me having a podcast. That wouldn't no. have been a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, I completely would... get that. That's why I ended up with a Kaiser, because I'm very comfortable figuring things out by myself. And then as I started getting involved in the tribes, I didn't even know they were a thing, you know, um, <laughs> right. until I knew. And then I went, well, shit, I feel like I'm really missing out. And that's really what kind of pushed me to get it. So, yeah, you know, I feel like if you're considering getting any kind of higher end spin bike or treadmill, I really feel like even if you think the Peloton is the more expensive option, it is quite affordable when you factor in the financing options and everything else. And the fact that you will actually use it is huge. Yes, I was I was explaining this to one of my new coworkers and he just he's just like, "Well, you just don't know how to motivate yourself." And I'm like, Mm-mm. "No, it's not it's not that. It's not that I'm not disciplined. It's not that I don't know how to motivate myself. The difference is this keeps me coming back effortlessly. I don't think of it as work. It's fun. And that is the difference for me and worth every penny." Exactly. Well put. Oh, I- Absolutely agree. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of your favorite tribes or being part of tribes, what are your favorite tribes? Well, you know, I'm an interesting human. I mentioned I'm an introvert. I, right now, I'm kind of away from the tribal culture, if you will, um, because it just got really overwhelming. There's so many. But what what I ended up doing was um, with the app Users Unite, somebody posted about the FitFab 40s. And at that point, I had just turned 40. And I thought, okay, well this would be a cool way to connect with people my age, with women, other women my age. And that led me to that group. That group led me to Stronger You, which has completely changed my life. And the Pello Ladies sort of subgroup of Stronger You. And then from there, oh my goodness, I've part of the one I'm kind of active in is the CDE tribe lately, because there have been some really interesting posts and discussions there. And um, you're going to laugh, but there's one called Pelo Doodles, which is a Peloton owners that also have a doodle type dog. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they like to draw. Not people yeah. who draw. Yeah. And anybody who has any kind of doodle will tell you that we immediately become obsessed with these animals. And I have two golden doodles um, who like to kind of sit beneath my feet. Like they know exactly how close they can get without being hit by the pedals. And I wait. Yeah, it's really sweet. And then when I'm stretching, they helpfully come and sit on me. (laughs) Good doggies. Yeah, there. Yeah. So there is a group. It's very, very new. And I've just been enjoying them because they they've posted very motivating things and pictures of any kind of doodle dog. Any kind of dog really is always going to keep my spirits up. But so I'm kind of paying more attention to that one right now, um, only because it's so cute and fuzzy. My work is absolutely bonkers right now, so I can't really spend a lot of time on social media. But I have to say another group I really like being a part of is the clip out group because everybody's so nice and normal. (laughs) (laughs) That's because she limits how many times I can post. You can always tell Tom's post compared to mine. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to have to pay like close attention to that. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. So, um, so you said you wanted to talk about the tread too. What oh, what yeah. things do you love about the tread? Who's what classes do you like to take? What's your okay. favorite instructor? Oh my gosh, the tread. So when I was about thirty five, I started training for short distance races like sprint triathlons and half marathons and things like that with a group of local friends. Mm-hmm. And I was always the slow one, complete turtle. So like every time you say that, Crystal, I just, oh, I got it. You're like my people. I just so get you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the speed yes. is just, it just never came. There was one race <laughs> where I did an eight and a half minute mile. And I really think it's because the crowd carried me. Like, that's it. <laughs> oh, well. Like, I, I feel like I blacked out at one point. Like it was, it's, it's called <laughs> the Gate River Run in Jacksonville, Florida. And there's like, it's like a 22,000 person run. And um, it was just downhill. It was all downhill. They just rolled you down. <laughs> oh, except you have to go up a hill before you go down a hill. So that's interesting. Oh. Um, bridges actually here since it's pretty flat. But um, anyway. And I just avoided running ever since, but there was something about the tread. And so when I went into the showroom during the FitFab 40s HRI and I got on the tread, I don't know. I just loved how those slats felt on my feet. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel hard. And then I just did a portion of a walk run class. And I think it was a Robin one. And and I deleted it because I never finished it. But also it's weird to run like in a New York showroom with all these people milling around you. But um, totally. It was awesome. I thought, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can do this, but not be quote a runner and training for something. So I immediately got it. And what I've been doing ever since is kind of alternating. So I'll usually ride one day and then do a tread class the next. I really love the walk runs for when I'm not feeling super fit but I've been really into the hit runs lately or the um, there's the hit runs and then there's just intervals. I really like yeah. those a lot. Um, They're great. I haven't ventured yeah. into a lot of the longer ones just yet, just because I'm the surgeries. I keep like having to stop for six weeks and, you know, start back up. So, but um, yeah, that's that would make it very difficult to do. So yeah, just do what you can do. Don't, yeah, don't overdo it. Yeah. But my favorite <laughs> thing about the tread is that my older son, my 13 year old, he needs to be able to run two miles in under 20 minutes to qualify for his um, first degree black belt in Tang Soo Do, which is a, it's the type of Taekwondo. Oh, Chuck mm-hmm. Norris okay. does it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just FYI, okay. Chuck Norris. So anyway, our family's not built for running really. So he has been on that thing three times a week, taking classes with Maddie, who is his favorite. Um, you can't blame him. I know. Maddie's amazing. <laughs> Maddie's amazing. And I actually contacted him on Instagram just to say, you know, you finally got through to my sullen 13 year old, you know, and he was so gracious and kind and just wrote me back this nice long message. It wasn't just, you know, a message of emojis because these people get so met so many messages, these instructors, like I would never expect them to respond, but he did. And I was so grateful. I showed it to Alex, my son, and he was just so thrilled. And so we'll always hop on there together and sort of um, just on the app and we'll look and see like what kind of classes he has and sort of do a little plan for him to sort of help gain that endurance and that speed and stuff like that. So he really likes Maddie. And I think he really likes Oliver too. Also great. Yeah. Also really good. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that work? He has to do, you know, uh, two miles in under 20 minutes, you said, to get the black belt. And then is that like a standing thing? Do they make them retest that? Or if you're like 75, do they come take it away? Or They don't, they don't take it away, no. 
So he has a black belt with a white stripe on it, which is technically a black belt. And then you have to do this thing called candidacy three months in a row. And it's during a promotion cycle. So you can't do it, you know, one at the end of one cycle and two at the next. It has to be all three in a row during the promotion cycle. And it's uh, a two mile run. It has to be 1959 or less. So you can't hit 20 minutes. And a 10 minute mile, I mean, to many people, it's like, oh, big deal. But he just can't do it. I not can't to this do it. Turtle. He can't do not it. To this turtle. There's a kid I, who does it in eight that, and a half I'm minute winded. miles. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a beast. And then they come back in, and then they have to do 50 full sit-ups in under two uh. minutes. Oh yeah, and and then 30 military-style push-ups in under two mm-hmm. minutes. And he no. gets the yeah, he gets the push-ups and the sit-ups because he's been practicing them morning and night for you know a year now. He's had this black belt for a year but he just can't nail the run you guys. And it breaks my heart, (laughs) but he's trying, he's still doing it. We're, you know, we have a a personal trainer we work with. Who's also a chiropractor. That's kind of helping him with his breathing and all this other stuff. And damn it, he's going to get it. I don't care if it takes 10 years, but the tread's been monumental in helping him do that because here where we live, it's humid nine months out of the year. You can't breathe. Um, And so running inside is really like the only way you can practice most of the time. So, first off, good for him for absolutely staying focused like that, especially 13. Yeah. yeah. My daughter was like, as soon as it started getting hard and she started started like having to like really hit people and stuff, she was like, uh, no, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. Well, it wasn't the hitting people that was the it problem. It was the getting hit. It was the getting hit. Yeah. She liked the hitting people. Yeah. Um, Sparring's hard. And the, it and, is. And the, how close is he getting? Sometimes he'll do like an 11 minute on the, there's, there's two laps around a a road in the neighborhood where the studio is that they have to run. So he'll, he'll sometimes get 11 minutes. The trainer has him do lots of like sprint repeats, quarter mile repeats. And he, he runs those under time. Like he, he can sprint really fast. His problem is endurance. So, um, you know, he can go really hard for a very short period of time, but he can't make it last. Add some hills into that. Sounds like most thirteen-year-olds. I know, I know. I'm just saying to him, like, do Sorry. you want to? Do you want to give up? No, mom. I I want to get this first degree black belt. Good you know, for him. So, yeah, one that's of the, amazing. Yeah, one of the rare things that I I'm seeing him sort of follow through on. But yeah, yeah, you got to take that win. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not a video game, so that's right. Yeah. Well, and everything else is. So if he's going to run, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. Right. So. You went to the studio for the Fit Fab 40s group. Have you been any other time since then? No. So I'm going to be missing HRI this year, which kind of, oh, it's just so upsetting because that was really fun. But I am going back up to New York to see my sister soon. So, and I dragged her to the studio that time. I'm going to do it again. And I'm really hoping it'll be when the new space is open. I'm really looking forward to seeing what that looks like. I'm hoping it's done in time for homecoming. Like I, I, I'm hoping, but they keep saying spring, so... Yeah, it could be any time, though, you know, who knows? Who knows? I know the, in, the quote intel and quote that we're getting, you know, just through the Fit Fab 40s. I think they said that the target opening date was maybe like the weekend before the HRI, which is mid-April. Oh, for for Fit Fab 40s. Yeah, for, the Fit Fab gotcha, 40s, not homecoming. Yeah. Um, I was but like, no, that's... it'll probably get delayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the construction, man, that's a lot to... Oh, it's a yeah. Lot to do. It's a yeah. Lot. Yeah. But then, you know, I have to tell you, I mean, the studio experience was just so cool. And it was really interesting because I rode with three different instructors and they were nothing like what I expected based on my 
perception of them from taking classes on the app. And I quickly sort of became more attached to a couple of them versus, you know, other ones just because of the interactions that I had. Yep, I totally understand. So uh, what is your leaderboard name? It is Queen Mel B, like uh, B the insect. (laughs) (laughs) Because Melissa means honeybee in Greek. And so I'm a little obsessed with bees and I have a bee tattoo and... My business that I um, shut down a while back had a had a bee in its emblem. And yeah, I love bees. That's awesome. That's cool. Very. Yeah, it was not my original one. In fact, it used to be Mel B F L. And I did a review for you guys that you read on air once. And (laughs) you were all this beef. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That prompted me. To I remember it. that. Oh my god, yes, that's hilarious. Yeah. Which is, I mean, and a lot of, and then some of my friends came out of the woodwork and they were like, "Yeah, we really didn't get why you had that." And I said, "It's supposed to be Florida. It was just a very sort of not inspired screen name, you know, leaderboard name." And then you know, Christine always says, "Pick a name that you know makes you feel proud." And I thought man, is this obnoxious? And then I thought, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to do it. Now I love it. That's good. <laughs> That's good cool. for you. That's awesome. So uh, do you have any advice for people just starting out? Oh, yeah. So in addition to, you know, the ubiquitous, take a class from everybody, join a tribe, blah, blah, blah. My biggest advice would be do not discount the stretching, foam rolling, and meditation classes. Take advantage of stuff that is available to you that is not the bike or the tread. Keeping your body mobile is so important. Keeping it stretched out is so important. Those foam rolling classes that Hannah has are amazing. So if you that don't do great them, great advice. Yeah, do them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, before we uh, wrap up here, where can people find you on social media? I am. Um, if you look up on Facebook, I'm Mel BZ. It's just a shortened version of my last name. You know, so you can interact with me on any of the groups there too. I don't post a lot on my own page. And then on Instagram, which I have a love hate relationship with. So sometimes I'll post a lot and sometimes never. It's M B E E 3A. It's T H R I E. I can't even say it. T R I T H R I A E A. I will give it to you, Crystal, and you can post it because I can't even spell it right now. But it's like a Greek thing. But um, okay, yeah, I um, I had a, a photography studio, so you'll see lots of like portraits and things like that of old clients, and then you'll see me like trying to work out and then you'll see artistic shots of the beach and then I'll disappear for like six months. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot yeah. of golden doodle pictures. It's, I'm, I'm unapologetic <laughs> about that stuff. As you should be. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to join us for recording the interview in a closet. Yes. So yes. we couldn't hear the what roofers. A, what I a great sport. All the noise in my house. <laughs> Yes, thank you for doing this. It's been a lot of fun and uh, really appreciate hearing the perspective of the app and the Kaiser and all of that. So thank you very much for doing that. Thanks for having me, guys. And thanks for doing what you do. It's a great podcast and I look forward to it every week. Well, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Okay, guys. Have a good night. You too. Bye. So I guess uh, that brings this one to a close. It does. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? We are going to talk to Tamara. She is a huge fan of Peloton and she has used it. She calls herself a person who has dealt with overweight struggles and she says 
that even though she has been overweight, she has continued to, she has run, she has biked, she has used this to train. She's done marathons and uh, she's pretty darn awesome and badass. Awesome. So uh, until then, where can we find you? People can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram or Twitter on the bike. And of course, the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the group. No, like the page. <laughs> join the group. It's been a long episode. Like the page. Join, they know. Join the group. <laughs> and of course, check out our website. At uh, theclipout.com where you can join the newsletter And get all these links and things sent directly To your inbox and make things super simple For yourself we're trying to do you A favor yes so Anyway that's it for this one thanks for tuning in And until next time keep pedaling And running Running